What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, joined by absolutely nobody today. I am here all by myself for this week's episode. This is episode number 16. And when I was coming up with, you know, what I wanted to cover coming off of our first Halloween with Red River Horror Podcast, you know, we did our 30 days. You know, last week we did our um, ranking of the Halloween franchise. We did our creepy real life story. We've had a lot of fun with that. And then moving on to the next step is like, well, what do you do? I mean, some people start putting up Christmas decorations for reasons that I don't know. It's not Christmas time for me yet. If it is for you, that's your that's your thing. That's fine. But I'm going to disagree with you because I got Thanksgiving coming and I like Thanksgiving quite a lot. So it got me thinking. I'm just like, well, what do we do on Thanksgiving? We eat and we eat a lot. So why not? Let's talk about uh, movies and maybe even a real life event where people uh, eat and they eat each other. <laughs> That's right. I'm talking about cannibalism. <laughs> now, one movie that I'm not going to talk about is going to be, you know, any of the Hannibal Lecter movies, because, like, that's creepy, but, you know, I think that's where, like, the horror aspect comes from, is, like, you know, you got to kill somebody, eat them, kill somebody, use their skin to make a suit out of them, you know. It's creepy. That's the type of stuff that really gives me the creeps. Um, Just the thought of a person eating another person, really, that really gets to me, you know. Um but it has to be done right. So like when it's Silence of the Lambs, obviously it's done right. Or uh, what was the other one? Manhunter. I did not see Hannibal Rising. If you saw that, if you think it's good, let me know. And then was the other one just straight up Hannibal, which was also an interesting one. But I digress. We'll go back to, you know, what what counts as a horror, like these cannibal themed movies. And the first one I can think of, when we think about like Thanksgiving, you know, family and a feast. And is that not is that not the Texas Chainsaw Massacre right off the bat? Think about it. I mean, that's I mean, that's literally what they're doing. I mean, one of the famous scenes is uh Leatherface hanging up the girl on a meat hook. <laughs> that's what they do. And sometimes I forget that that is like a cannibal type movie. Uh, <laughs> but so these, those are like good examples. Now some of the other ones are not as scary. They're kind of hokey where it's like, they're not really humans eating other humans. Like what would be a good example of that? Uh, chud <laughs> was that cannibalistic humanoid. How do you pronounce? What's that stand for? Help me out here. Oh, nobody's here that can tell me. <laughs> well, that's okay. Chud is cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller but it also means contamination hazard urban disposal Ah, like cannibalistic humanoid underground dweller that film's from 1984 i mean i'm not gonna tell you to go watch it but if you want something that's you know kind of kind of funny-ish i guess i don't i haven't seen it in a long time so i'm not gonna start vouching for it but i remember when i did see it i was just I didn't hate it, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, let's see. What else do we got here where you're going to be eating pay- people, eating people? There's a bunch of them. 
Uh, let's start with, oh, here's one. Oh, man, the hills have eyes. That's a good one. That's a creepy one. But, I mean, they justify it. It's like, why are they eating people? Oh, because they survived a, they were, so it was a nuclear uh, bomb testing area. And they're all deformed from radiation and now eat people. So it's the reason for that one. But Hills' eyes gives me, creeps me out the same way as it last house on the left does. Stuff like uh, cannibalism rape really can be a bit much for me. A little too scary. I don't know if it's scary or just disturbing, you know? Can't really tell which way that one goes. Uh, let's see, let's see. What's else? Another like cannibal movie. Wrong turn. Because that's like the West Virginia, the Appalachians. They're like falling them down. I haven't seen that one in forever. Um, but I mean, that's bas- it's basically the hills. Ha- uh, another take on the hills have eyes. So I guess that's kind of cool. But, you know, hey, whatever. Whatever you like. However you're going to eat each other. You eat it. The eating people. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's not that big a deal. Because it's on film. It's it's not real. It's fake. That's what I have to tell myself. Which brings me to talk about the the more of the main event that I wanted to get into, which is Cannibal Holocaust, which is the movie that really started the found footage genre of horror movies. Um, you know, there wasn't much like that before. As time was changing, you had, you know, going from that classical horror of you know, 40s and 50s, uh, 60s, changing into more of a slasher, more of a disturbing, you know, getting more edgy. And that's where Cannibal Holocaust, which came out in, was shot and released in 79, released in 80, and met with a ton of controversy because it was an Italian film. It was Italian film and I don't even think it made it to the States until 1985 just because of the controversy around it. People thought that, you know, real people had been hurt, like it was actually found. We, you know, and you'll hear me and Ed laugh about it all the time, about how we thought the Blair Witch was so, was like a real found footage thing before, you know, understanding it was just a movie. And they were trying to capture that, what Cannibal Holocaust had done, where it's like they fooled it so much to the point where... um the Italian government got involved with investigating it as a potential snuff film, thinking that people really got hurt. Now people didn't really get hurt, but they did, they did hurt some poor animals in it rather than trying to do any kind of special effects, which is, it's just a shame, a real shame that that happened. But, you know, it gets, you know, censored, distributed. It comes out and it turns into like this classic, Especially when I first started getting into scary movies, there was uh, there was always somebody. It was like one guy who worked at uh, one of the video rental stores that I would go to. And he'd be like, well, <laughs> you haven't seen anything until you've seen Cannibal Holocaust. I'm like, whoa, this is going to be amazing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the movie itself, you, you get the vibe just because of the theme of being lost and then there's this indigenous tribe that's like, we're going to get you, and then we're going to eat you. And then the thing that always scares me the most is when people never make it out. But let's go over some of the things that, ah, oh, we got to give them homage. It's like, even though the 
people were hurt. Let's let's take a moment to acknowledge the animals that were hurt. So, what is a coati? A cody? Mistaken for a muskrat. I kill one of those. Now, this is the... You know what? was? <laughs> this is the scene probably more disturbing than any of the... Any of the people deaths is there's a turtle. Well, you get some, remember they rip apart this turtle and you don't think it's real because it's a movie, but it is real. So if you are not into that or you got a weak stomach, I would stay away from this one. But it is like the essential cannibal movie, I think, for me. When I'm thinking about when I mentioned like text chainsaw, wrong turn. Hills have eyes. It's like that kind of stuff. I mean, I guess, you know, the backwoods thing is kind of scary, but the the tribal thing really scares me. Like, remember that guy who went out to, a, what's that island off of India? And yeah, you know, they were just like, no, nah. no, they didn't eat them, but they just killed them. They're like, you don't, nobody comes on our island. You could stay the hell out. I don't think that's how they talk, but what if they did? But yeah, huh? So turtle, tarantula, a boa constrictor, squirrel monkey, and a pig. All these actual animals were hurt in Cannibal Holocaust. So that's a shame. A very, that's a damn shame. All for what? But, I don't know. There's one sick scene where, like, this girl's impaled on a pike or just a stick. It's pretty awesome. So I'm not going to take away from that. And then, if you want the opposite of Cannibal Holocaust, which has, like, that... I think it's age benefits it of being a found footage film because it feels it has a more of a real feel to it because of that. And then if you want the opposite of a bad, <laughs> bad cannibal movie, it's a little one called green inferno. That's uh, Eli Roth who, you know, has, you know, what's his, uh, hostile and, uh, what's the, the other one with Ryder Strong from Boy Meets World. What's that movie called? I'm drawing a blank. I can't think of it. Oh, and I like it. Oh, this is going to kill me. Oh, I got to think about it. Just a minute. Oh, no. Uh, But yeah, no, Green Inferno is uh not good. I do not recommend it in the slightest. Just because it's... uh. Just a bit of an overreach of trying to do anything. Cabin fever. Now it came to me. Oh, that feels so good. Oh, that was just like sitting there. It's just like, get out of my system. And then I finally got it there. So either way, Eli Roth, you know, hostile cabin fever. It's like, hey, this guy's a rising star. And he's like, I'm going to make the next movie that's going to shock people and make him even more disturbed than hostile. Now, I'll tell you something about Hostel real quick is that the second one's better than the first one, just in case you're wondering if it was just a, a sequel to cash in on the first one. It is, but it's actually a better story that goes into a little more depth. But that's for a whole different thing. Here we are with this, the Green Inferno. Clever idea where it's a group of, oh, you know, these do-gooders, and they're going to go to the the rainforest. Rain, the rainforest, I said. The rainforest. Forest, yes. <laughs> and um you know plane they get in a plane crash and their survivors they come across this tribe and they're all you know peace love we're gonna stop 
we're going to stop the destruction of the rainforest. And they think they're just going to be embraced by the local tribe. And uh, they're not. And what really kills this one is some attempts of like comedy where it's like, maybe you'll laugh about it, but maybe not. Cause I don't know. There's like one guy, he's got like a bunch of weed on him. They like burn him up and they all get like the tribal people just get all high. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's a bit much. And then they just try to discuss you, just get you as grossed out as possible throughout it. And it just doesn't, doesn't quite work. So if you wanted it, I would highly recommend Cannibal Holocaust over that. If you want an old timey, real, like going to grip you with a little bit of fear, otherwise stay away from in general. But like, I'm curious what other people think about cannibal movies, because I, for me, it just has to be, I've got to be specific with it. And it's, I think I'm just partial to cannibal Holocaust because of how I heard about it from someone and how it has like this legend to it and how it was like controversial, you know, maybe that's why I'm partial to it. Um, Maybe we should do that. We should just have like a get together of cat movies next year for Thanksgiving. We'll call it the feast. See if we can raise some money for like a local charity or something mixed with people eating people, people eating people to help people. That's what we could call it too. The feast people eating people to help people. (laughs) But anyway, things that give me the creeps cannibalism always gets me every single time. Except for the Green Inferno because it's just a bit much. And that's not to say I don't like Eli Roth. He's, he's fun, you know. Eh, he seems like a nice guy. I don't know. I've never met. But Cabin Fever's good. Hostel's okay. He's done some other things. He was in Inglorious Bastards. Good for him. Now, there's a bunch of other ones on here. And I'm not going to say I know all of them. But it's pretty much all the same type thing or some kind of humanoid type thing eh whatever I'd like to see a better one about the Donner Party so if you don't know what the Donner Party is that's the group that traveled the Oregon Trail from Missouri to to I guess they're either going to Oregon or California they got trapped in the Sierra Nevada mountain range somewhere in what would be present day Utah I believe, and while caught in the snow, um, they had to do what they had to do and had to eat people. Would you do that? I don't know if I would. I, you know, I, I'm i going to like, if not in that position, of course I would say no. But if I was in it, I, maybe I would. I don't know. I hope to never be in that position. <laughs> I hope, And I hope nobody listening to this ever is either. But... That story has always scared me. I would like to see like a better movie for that. There is a student film by Trey Parker and Matt Stone based on the Donner Party. And that's a, what's that, Cannibal the Musical. <laughs> you know, that's that's worth checking out if you like a laugh and if you like South Park's humor. If you want to see how, where you know, where they were, how they started and to where they are now. It's a pretty good, pretty good look at it. Um, but it makes me laugh. And I think there's another one called Alive, but I don't know. Someone give me some money. We'll make a better one about the Donner Party. Actually, there's probably like a bunch of others that I'm just not thinking about. And that's fine. But eh, what are you going to do? And I think if I did it, if I was going to do it, I would do it more 
Nah, I was going to say I was like, I want to do it more like the thing, but I'm just thinking of snow. So that's not fair. <laughs> but eh, I don't want to get into that story. If there's any real life story that really just disturbs me, it's the one with um, out of Germany. And there was this guy, his name was Armin Mize, Muse, something like that. But either way, it's like you've heard this probably from the Internet or if like someone talking around being like, oh, yeah, this guy put an ad on Craigslist and offered someone to eat him or he wanted to eat them. Um, the IT crowd does a great episode making fun of it where uh, one guy, Moss, goes to the German guy's house and just thinks that they're going to watch movies and be friends. <laughs> that's that's not the case it really throws the guy off made me laugh but anyway the real story is uh so this guy armin he is he's got like a fetish for cannibalism and back in the day when we had to go to chat rooms if you're into going to chat rooms to talk about things which i'm I don't know. I was never really too into that. I think I did a few music chat rooms at one point, but uh, didn't really didn't really stick. I did more aim. But what are you gonna do? This guy in Germany, he's got a a fetish for cannibalism. He fantasizes about it, and then ends up he puts up a, an ad looking for a volunteer with the it's called the Cannibal Cafe, which is no longer in existence, but it's for people with a cannibalism fetish. So it's people. Getting it out of their system online, just talking about it, sharing stories, doing it else they do below the belt that they want to do with that information. You know what I mean? But uh, no, let's not think about that. Blah. <laughs> so he, he does end up getting a volunteer. Um, what's the guy's name? Burned? Yeah, Burned Jurgen Armando Brandes. That's quite the name. But either way, they meet up. They end up hooking up for what, you know, whatever it is they do before they get into the camel thing. The one guy, like, drugs himself. He takes a ton of sleeping pills. And I've heard stories where it was either cough syrup or just schnapps or some kind of liquor. But either way, this guy is just trying to completely numb himself because he wants to join in on eating himself before he dies. So the one guy Armin, they get them all they get all doped up and then the other guy Armin uh <laughs> tries to bite off his penis and it doesn't work and they end up cutting it off and trying to cook it in a fine in a wine with garlic and salt and pepper and then he overcooks it and the guy who's the other guy burned is just too wasted to even chew so he just feeds it to the dog and that's a real shame because you know you go on these forums and you you, you want to live the dream and next thing you know your dick's getting fed to a dog it's a it's not it's not the way you imagined it but sad part of the rest of the story is, is that the guy ends up, he ends up putting him in like a bathtub where he, you know, has him basically bleed out, lets him lay there for a while. And then he's not dying. So then he just goes up, cuts his throat, finishes the job and uh, begins to butcher him and consume him through time. 
eventually gets caught by the police. He is arrested. They tried to say uh, that it's not murder because the victim voluntarily chose to be to be killed for the purpose of being butchered and consumed. Um, and that held actually held up on a. They locked him up for a manslaughter charge, but then revisited the case like two years later, and he got a life sentence. And if if you look into this, it gets weird because since since eating somebody. <laughs> He has become a vegetarian since being in jail. I mean, I guess once you go human, you can't go back. You know, they say it's it's addicting. At least uh, it's always Sunny did, but that was raccoon meat, and they just had a parasite. But you know, what are you gonna do? Um, but yeah, I Germany's definitely different than the U.S. because this guy's getting like time to walk out, and um, there's a really deep and disturbing documentary i think it's just called interview with a cannibal where you know it's a first-hand account of him going through everything i mean he filmed the entire thing and it's one of those things where it's like i'm i'm tempted to want to see something like that but i know if i do i will instantly regret it so maybe maybe i understand like i don't know something like that whole like I th- I used to like when I was a kid I would joke about like how crazy it would be to see like a real like snuff film but then the thought of if I actually did I would just it would not go well for me it would, that would really ruin my day ruin my life I would not care for it at all so we're keeping this one short because I'm by my lonesome but hey if you've got any other episode ideas I'm still looking for more uh experiences i am working on some in-depth geography like well not geography but like location stuff where i want to get a deliver like some good real good solid information so some lot of fun things in the works it is thanksgiving season it is not christmas season that's why we have talked about eating people but hey tweet at me at red river joe or email us at redriverhorror at gmail.com. And honestly, I really want to know where other people... Like, I, I, I'm I just so fascinated by... Like, it, 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 scare, it just scares me to my core. And, like, just how sickening it makes me. Like, cannibalism scares me. So I wanna, I'm curious how other people really think about it. So please, hit me up. Let me know what your thoughts are at Red River, at Red River Joe. This has been the Red River Horror Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and keep traveling those channels of fear.